Hi, I'm Dr. Jen, and this is my little brother, Coach Doug. And we are Mindful Vibin'. know, doing these self-worth interventions with, with women fit minded, right. Where we were teaching women how to be physically active. And it's like the, the truth was most women do those things for physical reasons. They don't do it for internal being reasons. So when we take the focus off of weight, extrinsic, whatever those are fitting in our clothes, having others accept us. And we start to think about how do we feel then maybe that would help us do the behavior because it doesn't really matter what's happening on the outside. We're only focused on the inside. Okay, here we are, Mindful Vibin'. Now I'm your host because I'm doing the recap. No, I'm Doug still White. the host. I'm no, allowing you to do the recap. That's that's <laughs> Dr. Jennifer Huberty. She's in the side chair. She's on the like, you know, you got those motorcycles, you know? I'm in the main chair. <laughs> Whatever. Side, she, that's you the one that wish. always hit when they go around the corner. That's the one that always flies off. You're just something. jealous they don't call you Dr. White. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a doctor of what my dad would say, crapola. My sister is a doctor of crapola. Yeah, sure. Okay, mindful vibing. This is episode number five. Okay, so for the month of January, we brought you emotional awareness. Uh, We brought you uh, meditation. We brought you appreciation. We brought you segment intending, and of course, we had our uh, lovely guest Brittany King, uh, based on real life contrast that she was going through uh, to talk to us about how she was using emotional awareness, being more aware, getting more aware, so on and so forth. Uh, so she could feel better through what was going on with her life. So now we're in routines, okay? Today we're going to chat about routines, something that my sister right now, you can't see it. Very excited. Yeah, she's smiling. I can see all her pearly whites. I love talking about routines. Why do you love love talking about routines? Say that again. Because it's, it's behavior. This is what I do for a living. I help people change behaviors. Yeah. So basically what she's telling you right now, people, is she wants to control everyone and everything <laughs> and she can't wait. Because I can't time. control myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here we go. That's what my the kids blind, are for. The blind leading the blind people run from this show immediately. You're okay. part of the leading. Yeah, no, no doubt. I Trust me. I take full responsibility for that. Okay. But routine. So what we're going to talk about today is, first of all, what is a routine? And so you know how I love to talk about definitions. The definition of a routine, it's a sequence of actions regularly followed, a fixed program, okay? That's what a routine is. You got that, Jen? I got it, Doug. Okay, so what's the science say about routines? Yay or nay? Well, the science would say yay for sure about routines in terms of, you know, it's kind of like what we've already talked about um, a little bit is just you know, it helps set you, set you up for, for what you want to get. So it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of like segment intending, um, you know, starting out your day or, and if it's an evening routine, you could still call it that um, if you wanted, but um, routines are amazing. The thing about routines though, is they, it's just that it's a routine. It's something that has to be repeated over time. And when you have nerf bullets hitting you from every direction, 
which is called life, sometimes routines can be super difficult. And it's like, there has to be some type of incentive or desire, you know, external motivation, intrinsic motivation to stay consistent on routines. Um, so I guess we can, we should start talking about, you know, routines and then maybe how behavior can play a role in that or how to navigate behavior for that. Well, let me, let me say something real quick though, cause I, it, it's awesome that you brought it up because you were bringing up the con the, or the, the scientific terms, right? Intrinsic motivation and, you know, whatever other words you Intrinsic. just said. In, yeah. In, yeah. Like, so like, <laughs> like people need some sort of a carrot in front of them totally. to lead them to do a routine. Right. And I just think that's the funniest thing in the world because why can't it just be that you want to feel happy? That's your carrot. Like you just want to feel good in life. And so if a routine can set you up for a feeling of happiness, what else do you need? Yeah, well. You need money? You need you need. No, well, so, so like, if you look at science though, and you look at routines or behaviors that you want people to do, like walk daily, eat healthy, you know, all those kinds of things. It's like, until... So again, this is, I guess, based on extrinsic, but it's like to get people to do things, we give them extrinsic rewards, right? So when you walk this many steps, you're going to get a, a little reward and a sticker, good for you. And then when you get so many of those, you're going to get $100 or whatever it is, or whatever these extrinsic things are. And with weight loss, it's this perfect example, you know, nobody's satisfied until the scale starts to go down, right? Yeah. Instead of focusing on how do I feel? Does this make me feel good? And so for years, like I was, you know, doing these self-worth interventions with, with women fit minded, right. Where we were teaching women how to be physically active. And it's like the, the truth was most women do those things for physical reasons. They don't do it for internal being reasons. Exactly. So when we take the focus off of weight, extrinsic, whatever those are fitting in our clothes, having others accept us. And we start to think about how do we feel, then maybe that would help us do the behavior because it doesn't really matter what's happening on the outside. We're only focused on the inside, but in, in the literature and in science, it's science says that, and again, obviously science is just a thing, but science says that you, you've got to give those extrinsic motivations long enough to feel the in, more intrinsic based stuff. So it's like to get someone to walk every day, you do have to give the extrinsic. So then all of a sudden one morning they wake up and they're like, I don't really care about extrinsic because I know I'm going to go feel good right now, but it takes people a while to get there. And what you're so, getting at, well, you but, don't need that. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like we can cut through all the bullshit and if you just if you just talk with somebody about okay, let's say the routine is walking, right? Let's that's our going to be our example right now, right? The routine is um, it would be to your benefit to get up every day and walk, okay? And the person's like, I hate walking. It's cold outside. It's rainy. Yeah. Anybody? So then that's not the routine. Okay. No, no, no. But that that's what I'm saying. Let's say that is the routine. They don't have another choice. Just just for the sake of this conversation, because I'm going to go somewhere with this in two seconds. Okay. What I'm saying is the reason why that person is not willing or ready to do a routine is because the way they're thinking about it, the way their perspective is on the routine 
it doesn't feel very good to them. So you have to allow them, walk them into, teach them, guide them into, how do I look at this so I can feel better? So what are the benefits of walking? I know that when I get outside, I clear my head. I know that when I start walking, it feels really good to my body. I know it's really cool when I go on my walk and I get to see cool things out of there in nature. Like anything like this, where you're making these statements, these thoughts, and then you're feeling better about them. Now, I totally agree with you. Just don't do that routine is one thing, right? But what I'm saying is, is there's always gonna be an excuse of why a person for sure doesn't want to or can't, right? Yeah. But yeah. I know for sure there's always a way to look at anything and everything and feel better about it. Of course, but, of course. And and like what for I'm years, saying. yeah, and for years in the in the um aspect of exercise and physical activity and getting middle-aged women to move their bodies and, and do things. It's like, okay, well, you know, you can get on a, an exercise equipment and you can sit there and you can hate every moment of it. This sucks. I'm uncomfortable. I'm sweating. I'd rather be eating. I'd rather be whatever. Um, or you can say, wow, it feels good to get my blood going or, you know, how, energetic am I going to feel when I'm done with this or all the, it's again, the gratitude, the appreciation, you, you, you know, the glasses have empty or the glasses have full, but sometimes you do have to coerce people, if you will, to get them to shift there because they have a hard time doing it themselves, especially like I said, at the beginning, a Nerf gun is being shot at you all the time. So you've got all these other things that you're balancing, um, in terms of that. So it's like, I always say pick something fun and enjoyable. So if you're talking about a routine that we're talking about with emotional awareness and and having a routine that's going to set you self, yourself up to be in a good feeling place until you get shot with a gun and you have to think about it a little bit better and a Nerf gun is that you got to you got to pick something that's enjoyable and that's fun. And so when we were talking about meditation a couple of weeks back, it's like for some people that doesn't sit right. Meditation is not anything that they want to do. It doesn't mean they'll never get there. But what does sound something that you want to do? Do you want to sit and look out the window at nature and drink hot tea for 10 minutes in silence? Much better than nothing at all. It still yeah. is aligning you better than you were before. But, and this is the reason why we did the month of January before totally. we moved on to anything else, because we want people to understand you have to pre-pave, you have to get out of, in front of it. The reason why you might look at meditation or anything and not like it is because you're already in a pissy mood. You're already in a lackful energy, lackful thought process, right? Mm -hmm. Towards any of these things. And, and so and it, the first things first is you got to get yourself feeling a little bit better. How do you do that? That's why we talked about emotional awareness, meditation, appreciation, segment and tending. We're hoping that how you go about your morning is going to get you leading, you know, out into the day with some momentum of some positive energy, but you're feeling it. You're not just saying it, it's not just bullshit on a piece of paper. You're actually feeling the difference. Now go think about a routine. Now think about what it is you want to do for a morning routine, an afternoon routine, a night routine, but don't do it in a place of, I suck. I can't get anything right. 
I'll never lose the weight. I'll never feel better. Da, 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 da. Okay. Now what do I want to do for my routine? It's like, well, you're screwed. Nothing is, nothing is going to work for you in that, mm-hmm. in that case. So the first mm-hmm. things first is you got to choose to want to feel better first. For sure. That's number one. Okay. So now how are we going to do this? Like, how do you want to do the rest of this deal with? Oh, yeah. I think, I think um, let's, let's share some routines to give some people some examples of what, what, um, you know, some good morning routines are, um, evening routines doesn't really matter. And I think we kind of shared these a little bit in some, you know, dabbed, dabbled in a little bit of this in some of the meditation, um, information in like episode three, but, um, we could just share those and maybe I'll add a few more behavioral hints um, and then maybe give, give our audience some homework. So I can start like my, my morning routine is pretty much the same, but I'd be lying if I said, uh, tell tell the audience here, she's got two kids. Oh yeah. Okay. So I have, I have two kids, both in elementary school jobs. I have three dogs. Okay. Um, and, you know, one needs a little bit more care than the other because it's a puppy. It's not even six months old yet. And then I have two, pretty much two full-time jobs. Yeah. Um, and I have a, a husband, a best friend to, to, to be friends with, too. But we're so, um, up so you guys, like, understand, like, yeah. this is not just like I have all the time in the world in the morning. Because right. it's going to be like a lot of you where it's yeah. like, well, tell me about a routine that's actually realistic. Yeah, because you're going to hear Doug's say, routine. You're going to hear yeah. Doug's routine, Mr. I live by myself. <laughs> I'm single and I got plenty of dough in the bank. And I'm like, <laughs> whatever. Okay, I can do whatever I want. Let's okay, go back to what. So let's not routine. go there. That's a whole other episode. Yikes. Here <laughs> okay. we go. No, but, but in all honesty, so that's what I was going to say. If I'm honest, does this happen exactly every morning? No. Do I have to be flexible? Yes. And do I have to think about not judging myself, being kind to myself and still having some type of routine? But if I can help it, I'm up before everybody else is right now. It's in my favor because it's darker outside longer, but I literally sit as soon as I wake up, I look at the time. If it's time, time I sit up. In my bed, I don't turn on a light. I don't go to the, sometimes I go to the restroom, but literally sit up immediately in my bed and I meditate. But um, what, time, what time is this? What time you So that's to- like um, anywhere between 5.45 and 6.45 in the morning, depending on when my body gets up. And what time so, do you need to be ready for work? Uh, I need to be at my desk by eight. And I also need to do my exercise beforehand. So Wait, I go to bed. Given herself. How much time to get this routine done? Because these we, we we need everybody to understand. Like a routine is also based yeah, yeah. on your schedule so, throughout the day. Right, so right. How much time are you giving yourself? Exactly. And so so let's be honest. It takes planning. So for me, maybe a little bit more than Doug, I have to plan. So the how planning much time are you yeah. giving yourself? Well, so so that's what I was just going to say is that I'm thinking to myself you know, what time do I have to go to bed so that I can have the right amount of sleep to start myself up right? Because that's part of a routine too, is getting sleep. And, you know, and so, okay, I like my body likes eight hours of sleep. So I'm going to bed by 930. So I can at the very earliest wake up at 530 and give myself the hour and a half that I need to meditate for 20 minutes, move my body for one full hour, and then take a shower and be at my desk. Okay. And, so, and you don't eat. And so, no, I don't eat until after I drink my coffee and I'm at my desk. I, I 
I wait a little bit okay. to eat. So I like to for the that. sake of you know for clarity here. Yeah. Nobody here listening has to do any of these things, but yeah. this is just <laughs> an example. My sister understands she enjoys eight hours of sleep. Some of you might enjoy five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever that is, no problem. Okay. You go to sleep, you wake up. My sister gives herself an hour and a half to do the following meditation, uh, work on her body, right? One hour. And in, in any way she chooses to work on her body, one hour. Then she has her coffee and she's ready to be at her desk for work. Exactly. And within the coffee, I'm making breakfast for children, making breakfast for husband, making sure everyone's ready for school. Chores are getting done. Dogs are getting fed. Blah, 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 blah. blah. So I got to leave time. What's that? Prior to work. Prior to work. Okay. And so really now what really went on then is her routine is an hour and a half before all shit goes crazy with all the kids and the dogs and whatever, whatever. So if you're listening home, that's really all you're wanting to do really is understand when do the rest of the people in the house start making it crazy for you or a little more tougher on you to handle your morning routine. If you live alone, you don't have to deal with any of those things. Or, Or you need to understand, okay, how far is the drive to work? How much time do I want to have before I get into my car? you know, so on and so forth. So all these things is just planning them out so that you can get your routine uh, uh, launched. But yeah, the, so the, let me say two things really quick about that. Okay. Number one is that my intention is not to rush because rushing doesn't support my personal um, practice. So I literally, and I haven't, I've been doing this in the last year since COVID. I, COVID made me say enough with the rushing. Yeah. And so I, I have backed up my time even more. So I don't have to rush. That's my intention. I don't want to rush. Yeah. And so that's one thing to think about. So you might have to add a buffer of time for that. Um, and the second thing is, are there mornings when the child is up before the, the sun is up before I'm up? Yeah. Like, let's say an average of twice a week. So then I'm up with them and then I'm doing that first and taking care of them before me. And is it a little nerve wracking? Sure. Um, But my intention is to, at the very least, when that happens, take at least one nature walk by myself, no dog walking, no people walking, just me, myself and I to get nature time because I didn't get meditation time in the morning. So that's the biggest thing that I do. And that I'm very conscious about segment intending and taking time between each meeting to make sure that I'm down seven notches from the meeting prior each time. So those are the two ways I try to quote unquote, make up, not that there's such a thing, but when the morning doesn't start where I get to focus on me. Sure. So I'll just add those. And um, now let's hear how a single uh, not, guy from gonna, San Diego has a morning routine. We're not going to get into all that, but my, sure the, we are. the gist of it is, is that, um, in my morning routine, right. The basis of it is I, I get up. Okay. Wash my face, brush my teeth. Uh, just, you know, kind of wake up, right. Walking around, wake up. Okay. Then I'm going to meditate right away. Okay. And then I'm going to move my body for about five to 10 minutes. I just do some sort of 
uh, um, mo- joint mobility, all these, some downward dogs, you know, so on and so forth. I just move my body to wake it up. Now I'm, uh, I, I, let's say I'm ready to roll. I leave. And now when I go eat breakfast, um, I'm doing, uh, some sort of, um, positive aspect list or, you know, just something to get me, uh, you know, an emotional check-in, uh, how am I feeling? How do I want to be feeling? And then basically go about the day. So that's, that's the routine, you know, basically it's meditation, some body movement, and then some sort of writing. Okay. Um, if I don't feel like doing the writing thing, that's, uh, something that I might not do because maybe I'm staring at the ocean, you know, I'm, I'm lucky where I live and what I'm doing. So, um, uh, I don't necessarily have to do all those things all the time, but every day meditation and the movement has been very consistent for me for, you know, like, like I said, over a decade. Um, and so that, that works for me, you know, that's what is enjoyable to me. I, the, the one thing I would say about all this stuff for people is, is don't make it where the routine is dictating the rest of your day in this way. If you don't have time, if you wanted to sleep in more, if you wanted to do some, whatever it was, then that's what you chose for that day. The point of this show is more of like, hey, are you feeling good in your life? If you're feeling good in in your life, great. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. If you're not feeling so good, here, here are some things. That's why we talked about meditation. That's why we talked about appreciating segment intending. Creating routine might be very beneficial for you. You know, maybe we should have another podcast here down the line where we literally talk about morning routines, afternoon routines, you know, evening routines. We're not going to do that here. But um, actually, maybe we can right now do that for homework. Maybe we can assign something. What do you think? Well, I would just say um, for people that want to have something tangible, you know, something that they could work on this week is to like, this is going to be more from like a behavioral aspect because a lot of people listening might be their first time trying a morning routine and a little bit of guidance. I would say one, make a list of all the things that you think you would have time for and it feels fun and enjoyable in the morning to get your days going. So we're what just are those going to talk about a morning routine just- here. You just morning routine, like make a list, like drink water with lemon, go for a walk with my dog, sit and read a book, meditate, anything, whether it's doable or not, just Just write the list. list. Make a list, all the things that are like, this is so cool. I would love to do this in the morning for a routine. And then I would say, choose one, maybe two, right? Baby steps. Because what happens is if we are successful at doing one, we're more likely to stay with that routine and being able to add on others that we can maintain. So baby steps. So maybe, maybe two, um, and then choose those and start to count backwards. Like how much time do I need to get these two things done without rushing to get my day started? Okay. I need an hour and a half. There is no way I'm waking up at this time. Okay. Then, you know, you have too many routines or you need to pick a different one again, counting backwards. So making a list, choosing one, maybe two, and then getting to getting committed to yourself, getting committed to your inner being. That's it. It's like, I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this three times a week. You don't have to start out tomorrow and do it every day. Oh my God, I got to get it done. No, 
pick yeah. three days, Monday, Friday, and Sunday. Okay, done. Right. Like whatever it is, see how it goes. And then if you want to let us know, send us an email. Um, maybe we'd be able to, you know, bring it up on a show or comment on some things, but just see how it goes. And then if it doesn't work, try something else. Yeah. But again, or- if, if it feels good, keep on doing it. Yeah. Or if you have questions about what routines you're currently practicing in the morning, in the, you know, throughout the day or at night, and you want some suggestions or guidance on that, please feel free to email us mindfulvibin at gmail.com. And we'll be more than happy uh, to discuss those things with you. Maybe we'll bring it on uh, an episode, you know, so uh, we can share it with everybody. Um, but I think, I think that's good for today. I, you know, I don't think we need to, you know, we've, definitely stomped on this one enough. What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think it's good. I think hopefully people have an idea of how to get started or if they already have one, maybe how to reassess and um, yeah. Yeah. And maybe what we'll do is in the attachments here for this show, you know, we'll put it, uh, we'll put on a a mock routine in the morning, you know, or a mock routine in the evening uh, for some suggestions that people could do to kind of, um, you know, calm themselves down at the end of a day and get themselves pumped and ready to roll at the start of a day uh, to just let that energy, that momentum bring you into the day and just carry out throughout the day, really. Okay. Um, So again, you know, leaving the show here today, guys, again, thank you very much for, for listening in. We would love your follow uh, on Instagram at uh, mindful vibing. We would love for you to subscribe uh, to us on, um, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, leave a rating. You know, obviously that would be awesome if you if you enjoyed the show, leave a rating, um, but share it too, you know, share it with as many people as you can because we would love for this to, um, you know, be in a lot of people's homes because we just think emotional awareness, uh, mindfulness, so on and so forth, that can't hurt anybody, it can't hurt anything. It's only gonna um, uplift and inspire people all around. That's That's what our focus is for this show. So thank you again, Jennifer. Next to see you next week. Next week it is. Later. Deuces. Deuces.